You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah! From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark. We're back. This is another episode of the XOXO After Dark Cast. I'm Abby, and I'm here with two fabulous guests today. I've ousted Kate and Lauren, and instead we have wonderful guest producer Diana, and we have guest intern Alex, who is joining us today. Say hello, guys. Hi, everybody. Hello. Uh, We are uh, excited to have Alex here. She's been such a help to us already, and so we wanted her to see where the magic truly happens. Uh, and so we're going to talk to her a little bit about what it's like trying to break into the business and uh, interning and all that good stuff. Uh, before we get going with that, I just want to remind everyone to go look at xoxoafterdark.com. We have new stuff there all the time. Free reads. You can read full books in our browser for 30 days at a time. Uh, we have new stuff up every single week. So be sure you check out and see what we have uh, when you were listening to this app. And we've got some great recent posts from authors talking about how they got into the business and when they decided it was time to keep their day job or classic excerpts we have all the time. There's something new every day. So please do check us out. And uh, I promise you'll find something to your liking. Um, And uh, that is all I will say. So um, when I started working back in the dark ages and rode my mule to my office um (laughs) basically uh, there were of course plenty of internships even then but they didn't used to be paid and that was one of the things that i forgot but was happily reminded of by alex because i was like you're working for nothing and she's like oh no um (laughs) (laughs) so some things have certainly improved uh so alex why don't you tell us uh where you're going to school and how you decided how you got to us Yeah, definitely. So I'm a senior at NYU now, so I'm finishing up in May, which is kind of exciting and a little bit scary. Um, But I actually ended up at Gallery Books through being a little bit um, stalkerish, I would say, which I really highly recommend to all those looking for internships out there because there's so many amazing candidates and you might be amazing too, but it's just so tricky to like differentiate yourself. So when I was applying to Simon & Schuster, just in general, I didn't know which imprint I was applying to yet. Um, I knew it was such a huge and competitive company, and so many people would love the chance to work here. So I decided to go on LinkedIn and find all of the people that went to NYU that also worked at any imprint in Simon & Schuster. So I found them, and I LinkedIn messaged them, and one very, very nice lady um, she agreed to meet me for coffee and t- I just asked her to tell me a little bit more about the industry because I was very interested and she told me about it and we had a great conversation and she said she would personally forward my resume to HR which I had already done through the application but it just helps so much when you have a personal touch of someone that works there and I definitely felt really uncomfortable going out of my way and doing those creepy LinkedIn messages where you feel kind of <laughs> self-conscious like who am I to be reaching out to these really established career people that I admired so much, but you know, it worked. I got an interview and then I ended up, you know, here in gallery gallery books in the marketing department and I feel so, so lucky to have found this job, especially as I'm like molding my career and, you know, kind of getting ready, getting prepared for the future. So my advice would be be as persistent as you can be because 
that's the only way you're going to kind of make yourself stand out against all of these other amazing candidates. So. Yeah. Diana and I definitely both made, ooh, we're impressed faces yeah, when you described I mean, how you did that. exactly what they tell you to do and you should network. But like you said, it's really scary and it's really nerve-wracking. And, um, but, it, but to the other person, like, it's not as scary, right, to the person right. that you're reaching out to. Um, it's a I little think flattering. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that was such a good idea. Yeah. And you just have to remember that they are people and they have been in the same places. Exactly. You even if it might have been a yeah. long time ago and they have friends and daughters and sisters. So people really do want to look out for other people but you just have to be the one to take initiative and it felt so weird to do it but it was so worth it because now I have this amazing internship and I'm learning so much and so I am so happy that I just took took a risk. So did you um, know that you wanted to do something in marketing specifically or you just knew you wanted to be in books? Well I think it first started with knowing that I wanted to be in books because I think a lot of people end up in the publishing industry just because they love reading. Like, I think that's the main reason most of the people do it and why it's such a fun place to be in because everyone has a similar passion. But I had worked previously at a PR firm, so I knew a little bit about that. Um, But I think marketing was such a great place for me because I love social media and I love um, kind of just outreach and and talking to people and and I think that's a lot of what it is and so it ended up being a perfect fit and I think I'm still learning so much about it so I think I have so much more to learn but I'm really glad that I ended up here. So Diana you wind up doing a lot of the working closely with our interns when we have them and um, you know incorporating (laughs) them into all the stuff we have to do so uh, why do we need interns use them and how Um, What's it like on your side when we get someone like Alex to come in and help us out? Um, Well, I think that, I mean, we always need interns because we usually have a lot of work. But also, it's really fun to expose people to a different, um, usually a job that I think people have a certain idea of or are very limited in what they think we do. And then it's nice. Like, you've seen those um, memes where it's like what my parents think I do. (laughs) You know? So that's pretty much like what uh, marketing is very applicable to that. But um so it's nice to be able to show them kind of all the different areas that we touch and that we have a, a hand in and how fun it could be. Like, I think the main reason I went into marketing was because you can be creative in so many different ways. And yeah, you have baseline or like very kind of standard um, tasks that you do, but you can always kind of change those to mold the book or the audience or your goal. Um, and I also think... Um, you know, now, like she was saying, the career landscape is super competitive and they are, I mean, I remember seeing as an entry level job, they already want you to have experience. So you really kind of owe it to yourself and to your career to start working a little bit earlier, whether it's paid, which is awesome. And I also had paid internships or if it's for free, just to kind of get um, experience. So it's always good to have an intern and to apply for internships and to learn different skills. And it's also good to um, kind of figure out where you want to be. I think a lot of people have an idea of what they think they want to do. Kind of like, you know, you've told your story many times. You mm-hmm. were going into maybe the teaching area and then realized after you started doing it that that wasn't for you. <laughs> I've and, made a terrible mistake. Yeah, <laughs> most people probably don't spend their money on a PhD. but um, well, They don't make you pay for the PhD. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I think no, you get, they pay you me. get paid, yeah. yeah. What? Oh, no, please. They pay me less than publishing. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> FYI. Oh. But they pay you because you teach classes. Anyway, that's a different, that's I didn't a different know episode. Any of this. Okay, sorry. So, um, okay, maybe I'm thinking about. No. Uh, <laughs> no, so it. I think it's a good way to kind of test the waters and see, um, you know, see what works for you and what you really like. And maybe you find out that your strongest skill isn't uh, editorial or 
finance or accounting. You know, it really is marketing or publicity or I don't know uh, design. You know, I think because mm-hmm. and the good thing about marketing, you know, I'm heavily pushing marketing is that you do a little bit of everything. You write copy. Um, you're not, you know, editing manuscripts, but you're writing a little bit. You can make your own assets. So you're designing. You're thinking about. Um, maybe like a 30-second video and how that's going to look, you know. So I think it's a good place to kind of, I'm rambling, but it's a good place to find your groove. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that I know a lot of the publishing companies do, SNS among them, which is not an internship exactly, but it's a bit similar in that we have an associates program right. where it is sort of an entry-level kind of rotation. So uh, someone comes and they get placed with a particular imprint in a particular department for a certain number of months and then they might rotate within the company to a different role and a different job which is another great way to see if you're like well I love books and I love you know media uh, but I don't I mean I think most people sort of if if you say are you going to work in publishing all they think of is editing because we know that's a thing that happens to a book right but you might wind up in subsidiary rights and it might turn out that that's a really great fit for you because you have two foreign languages and you are fascinated by uh, what they're publishing in Europe and Mm -hmm. you like to negotiate stuff. Like that might be the perfect fit. Um, So that's another great reason for an internship or some kind of rotation program when you can get it Uh, because it can be really hard to see what the inside of a job really entails. Yeah, I think that one really quick thing is that um, it's also really nice to get interns because they totally kind of uh, keep you in check and then are like, and remind you of the younger audience and what they're interested in, what they're looking at and what is new for them and what, you know, where they're consuming media and content. Um, And it totally, I think, like uh, makes you feel a little bit younger and also a little bit old at the same time. <laughs> yes. uh, but it's nice. It's nice to get a fresh perspective and to um, and to remind you that uh, to look outside of the box because I think a lot of times you are very focused on you know you're stuck in your little bubble and it's nice to kind of have that popped once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and kind of two things in response to both of you is one is that sometimes you don't even know that certain jobs within a company exist. Mm-hmm. Like the back end of a company is so mysterious to those on the outside, especially those in college and not exactly learning applicable skills in my British Literature 2 class, although I loved it. <laughs> um, so especially here, we do this thing with internship program um, called the Lunch and Learn. And so today we had a meeting with a contracts assistant and I just didn't even think about that as a real job in the world and it is and it you know it was so interesting to just learn about things that you don't know exist and then in response to you Diana um, it was so crazy for me when in when I was in my interview I was talking about how talking about my skills and social media was one that I discussed a lot which was so funny because it's such a pleasure of mine it's such a mm-hmm. hobby something so normal for people of like millennials and then I was talking about it as an asset to get hired which was kind right. of crazy to me but like things are changing and it's so crazy to yeah. learn that and ex- experience that firsthand and it's nice because that's kind of what we need help in a lot is um is channel like our channels our social channels and Instagram I think um, all of our interns have always taken very good photos <laughs> yeah. um so it's definitely a skill that you should be pimping out does it just <laughs> cultivate in the womb now I don't I know understand. I, I don't can't know. take an Instagram photo to save my life I think middle school was the period for me where everything started 
I got a Facebook in eighth grade. Um, So I think that was such a, middle school is such a transformative period of your life. And because I was like transforming into social media, it just stuck with me for my whole life. They all know it works on social. Weirdly, my dressing up my cat in different outfits did not parlay (laughs) into a, uh, into a turn your hobby into a career. No YouTube videos? I feel like you could go viral. Oh, there are a few, there are YouTube videos. (laughs) Oh yeah. I love the one where maybe we'll post it. Oh, I think we've already posted this on XO. Where Ty is like chasing his tail on the right. floor, on the floor. It's my maybe video. maybe we'll post my previous cat Wally's spin spinning oh, video. Yeah. He's not wearing anything. That's really cute. Shout out to Wally. He's no longer <laughs> with us. Um, I was just gonna say, Alex, can you tell us a little bit about um, what you're doing in school right now? Because I think it's super interesting, and we were talking about it the other day, and it ties back into publishing. Yeah. So I'm currently working on my thesis, which is all I can talk about right now. All my friends are a little bit sick of it, but. Um, very supportive. You have a well, whole new listenership now. I know. Dying yeah. Here. Now you guys have to listen to me talk about Zelda Fitzgerald because that is who I'm writing my thesis on. I'm writing it on her book called Save Me the Waltz and I'm comparing it to Scott's last book called Tender as the Night because they are writing about, um, they're both writing about the crumbling of their relationship. And I came up with my thesis project over the summer because I felt like no one had been talking about Zelda in a in the scholarly way that I wanted to discuss her work. And then all of a sudden, Zelda is a hot topic this year, mm-hmm. which makes me both overjoyed and a little bit like I want to claim it before uh-huh. anyone else does. Um, I haven't watched a show yet because I'm afraid that I'll get either too inspired and want to write 50 more pages when I don't have enough time to even finish the 60. <laughs> so... Um, I'm excited to watch it after, but it's just really interesting to study this woman who had an, a novel that is good in so many ways that wasn't seen as you know her own work because she's so tied to the myth of her and her husband and you know the legend of the Fitzgeralds, and it's been so much fun to unpack her life mm-hmm. through her own words. So it's been fun at different times. Sometimes I can you know want to get my head out of my books but Mm -hmm. it's almost it's almost time to hand it in and I'm really proud of you know just spending so much time with Zelda I feel like we're friends now that's awesome (laughs) we have we have a good relationship so it's been hard and especially senior year to kind of stay focused on school when I'm really you know thinking about career kind of is more looming over my head but um it's been good to stay grounded and into my classes a lot so the show that you're talking about is on amazon prime it's called z uh no Mm -hmm. sorry yeah Yeah, no z the beginning beginning of everything everything. and it stars oh it's um, a quote from um i think it's actually i'm not sure which book it is i should know guys i should be the Fitzgerald. is it z the book um the quote is it's she used the beginning end it of everything like that, okay. that's just the quote oh okay mm-hmm. um well and it stars christina ricci so i i mean i finished it and i really liked it um i think she's a little old to be playing it but i also think and i've told you so no spoilers that it, it shows her in a different light than i think we're used to seeing because isn't she's normally the crazy one and scott is the level-headed one where it kind of flips it um but i suggest everyone watch it it's, it's really good it's only 10 episodes um you'll go through it really quickly my yeah, it's going to be cold this weekend. It. So Yeah, there's nothing to do. Stay inside. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to stay away from it. Um, <laughs> but so it's hard. Were you originally thinking about going into editorial? Or what were you like originally envisioning? And how has that kind of changed a little bit? I think it's hard from the outside again to yeah. see into what... I think editorial is such a, a notorious position. Right. When you think of publishing, you're like, I'm going to be an editor. I'm going to edit books. And of course, that was definitely on my mind. But based on my experience, marketing made more sense for me when I came in to... To working here and I think 
honestly, I'm I'm very I'm still very curious about editorial because I've been observing the editors and it's really mm-hmm. interesting to see because you know our desks are right there. You right. see editor editors working. Yeah. Um, but I have been talking to a lot of people in the company and I've heard okay. that work life balance, which is something that's important. Um, just to people, your sanity and your happiness. Yeah. Is a little bit better outside of the editorial positions. Yeah, at as, least yes. I, as, yeah. as someone who has inhabited both. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I'm not manifesting it in either of my roles. Well, right I now, like to say peace as I walk by all the editors still at their desks at five thirty yes. or six. <laughs> I remember coming back um, from like a dentist appointment uh, out of the office at some point, and it was five, and I was walking back in to go do another, you know, two hours of work, and all these people were leaving, and I'm like, "Where's everyone going? Is there a fire drill?" And they're like. No, this is the end of the day. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up with one last question. Um, what is the either the best piece of advice you got in your sort of intern job search or the piece of advice you would like to give to someone else? I have gotten the advice to not be afraid to ask questions and advocate for yourself because if you don't do it, who else is going to? Um, sometimes you feel silly like going up to your boss's office and you feel intimidated and you think you're stupid for asking a question but it's so much better to ask the question and do your assignment right than to try and make it up as you go along and then hand in something that is incorrect I'm it's scary and a lot of things with internships are doing things you haven't done before taking risks you know putting yourself in a professional in the professional world in a way that you haven't before but I, you know, I would really say just advocate for yourself. Don't be afraid to ask questions and, you know, try to find things that you're good at and offer to do them. That's great advice. Yeah. I agree. Excellent. Well, on that note, I will encourage everybody out there when someone cold calls you and asks for an informational interview, give them 20 minutes of your time because you might meet someone terrific. And uh, good luck with all of you who might be out there looking for jobs or internships. Until then, maybe you can read a good book for free on XOXO After Dark. And always remember that the best conversations happen happen after after dark. dark.